MC Spice in the house. Good morning. This is the Blackberry Morning Show. And of course, my guest is our resident chief legal analyst, attorney Sandy Moore. We're talking about three icons who basically damaged their place in history as we know it. Robert, Bill, and Michael. Those are the first names of those three people. But you all know them as R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and Michael Jackson. And once again, um, we're talking about Robert, Bill, and Michael, the rise and fall of three legends. Attorney Sandy Moore, I got questions for you like I always do. Sure. All right. In the case of Bill Cosby, is there anything he could have done different which could have changed the outcome of his case? Well, if you go back to the beginning with regard to the deposition that he took originally in the civil case with Andrea Constand, I am not sure why he was allowed to answer that question. I mean, it could be an objectionable, you can go before a judge and, you know, let the judge determine whether he would answer a question. But pretty much at that point, I, at least from all the um, evidence or what has been brought forth, um, it's alleged that he made an admission under oath in a deposition. And in doing so, that is a confession. No matter how old it was, it was confession. Then once he settled that civil case, there's a confidentiality clause that those things cannot be brought up again. I think that what happened here was that when these allegations were brought to the state's attorney's office by Ms. Constant, the state's attorney declined to prosecute. Now, had they brought charges against Bill or had they dismissed charges against Bill, then this case would have not been brought back. I think the admission is what landed him in hot water, and when that surfaced, that kind of led to what is happening now. Oh, man. So that's basically what changed the outcome of his case was, is that a breach then? You know, that had never really been brought up as to why this deposition tape was somehow leaked to the press. And usually if there's a confidentiality clause in a settlement, what can happen is the person who paid the settlement could often bring a lawsuit for breach of uh, the settlement conditions and then get all and more monies back with regard to the settlement. That was never broached. I don't know how realistic that would be. Certainly, I would think that the young lady would not have those funds so many years after because what we have to know is that she was paid $4 million in 2008 in the civil action. So I'm not sure if she was responsible for it. It's probably some lawyers because most likely she doesn't take a copy of her deposition perhaps with her, but somehow it was leaked and there you are. Robert, Bill, and Michael, the rise and fall of three legends. Now, of course, you know every day, Monday through Friday, when you listen to the show at the 10 o'clock hour, exactly 1030, you're going to hear some cases that are out there in the wild, in your head, things that you could have never figured. How did this end up being that way? And the justice system has so many layers to it, like an onion. That's the case of Bill Cosby. So attorney Sandy Moore, here's what I'd like to know. Is it a rumor or is it real? R. Kelly's former attorney reportedly said uh, 
he suggested R. Kelly take shots to uh, suppress his sexual urges. And, and can the attorney even venture to suggest such a thing? Well, I'm not really sure how that came about, only that under the particular circumstances of that attorney's interview. Now, you have to understand that back in the 90s, R. Kelly was acquitted of um, sexual assault of a teenager, and everyone's aware of that famous video. Unfortunately, the young lady did not come forward to testify. I don't know if there had been some sort of monetary settlement reached with her and her parents, but she made no appearance in court and that's what you call an uncooperative witness. The prosecutors went forward and thought maybe perhaps on circumstantial evidence they would be able to get a finding of guilty absent uh, the key witness. Unfortunately, that did not occur, or you know, fortunately or unfortunately, depends on what side you're on here, or how you come down on the, the issues. Um, the young lady was not there. Uh, there was a tape that was there, and I think there was some confusion over the tape because they were alleging it was R. Kelly's brother or someone else, and the quality of the tape was not clear, so uh, he was acquitted. That particular attorney that had represented him in the 90s is now, uh, you know, quite old, and I think that he was going in for some sort of surgery. And uh, there was a reporter that asked, and I think uh, it is alleged that his attorney had said that he was guilty of sin and made some kind of off-colored comments about his client. He also said that's why he had suggested R. Kelly have um, libido um, lowering or altering um, shots. Uh, he indicated that he had to suppress his libido. Um, so, I mean, I don't know why these comments are being made. I am not sure if R. Kelly is going to pursue anything with with um, with a case against his former lawyer for breach of confidentiality. But certainly it is taboo and unethical for a lawyer to speak about the case because there's attorney-client privilege. Uh, the privilege belonged to R. Kelly. Uh, he could waive it. He could waive it for his attorney. But the attorney, it's not the attorney's privilege to waive. So, so most attorneys stay mum on all cases uh, at, at all times um, unless they're given... Um, authority to speak about those cases right now we're talking to attorney sandy moore and we're talking about robert bill and michael the rise and fall of three legends um as you just heard it concerning the bill cosby case and the r kelly case uh, there's a, a whole lot more to this justice system than you could ever imagine let's move on to um question number three as it relates to those three brothers michael jackson allegations coming out of the woodwork about the King of Pop, two men have released documentary, a documentary um, about molestation by Michael after death. Um, can these two people make these allegations without evidence? Um, can they be sued for libel? Well, um, at this juncture, there is no suit against them. Um, there is a suit against HBO. Apparently, um, some time ago, Michael Jackson had um, signed a, a contract with HBO in relation to a, as a part of the terms that he had uh, with regard to him performing live in Bucharest. And in that, uh, the, the terms thereof said that HBO could never uh, disparage Michael Jackson's image. 
So what the Jackson family has done is that they have filed a $100 million lawsuit against HBO, petitioning the court to compel compensation um, under the contract that, that, that they had with regard to the Bucharest performance. Uh, so that's who's being sued. The other two men, uh, it's quite interesting. And, I, you know, again, you know, there are different uh, different takes on this. The other two men, and their names are Robeson and Safechuck. Uh, Oprah was doing interviews with them, and the, the, the documentary was called Leaving Neverland. And they were not necessarily looking for money. They tried to bring lawsuits in 2013, um, and... I believe there was another one that brought it in 2015, Um, but those cases uh, were at least, from my understanding, the Robeson case was dismissed on the grounds that it was filed too late. Um, And I'm not sure whether James Safechuck ever got anything uh, with regard to that period. Those two gentlemen had actually testified in his original trial in the early 90s with regard to um, when he was actually on trial. And they said, both of those gentlemen said they'd never been touched, he's the greatest thing in the world, and they supported him. So it was quite odd that they came back this time around. And the graphicness of what they're describing, the sexual acts, I mean, it is it is um, it's outrageous. I hope that did not occur. Um, many people do not think it occurred. Many people th- did think that it occurred. So I am not sure, you know, what the truth is, but my only exception to it is that this should have been brought out during a time when Michael Jackson was alive, that he could defend himself. So that that's my only exception. You can say whatever you want. You can bring whatever charges you want or, uh, or make whatever documentary you want. But I do think it's a bit unfair that it didn't happen during his lifetime where he could, in fact, give his side of the story. And then everything was pulled, Oprah pulled it, it was pulled from HBO amid allegations that um, it was indicated that the period of time in which uh, the one of the, the, the gentlemen indicated he was uh, molested, um, Safecheck claimed that he was uh, sexually abused between 1988 and 1992 um, at the train station in Neverland. But it was determined that the train station was not even built until 1994. And that's a huge discrepancy, especially in light of the graphic nature of, of, of their descriptions of, of abuse. So I think that, that there was at least some sort of question about that. Goodness gracious. Robert, Bill, and Michael. Um, the rise and fall of three of our greatest legends, uh, three of some of our legends, not our greatest, but the rise and fall of three of our some of our, our legends. Um, and I'm talking to Attorney Sandy Moore. I'm your, your brother, MC Spice. This is the Blackberry Morning Show. I do have one last question as it relates to this. Bill Cosby's reruns, they've been blocked from television. R. Kelly's music has been discontinued uh, in a lot of places including uh, major stars asking radio stations not to play um, their own music, which uh, co-stars or was produced by R. Kelly. And the King of Pops music is also under fire. So now, given the facts, 
that many other artists, producers, songwriters, um, and and their and and such and such depend on music publishing for their bread and butter. And let, let's not forget um, the Cosby Show. Do you think this whole ban the accused music and legacy is a step too far, or is this just? Well, I just think in a world where everybody has the right to listen to what they want to listen to or not listen to what what they don't want to listen to, I mean, it's just your freedom and it's your right to, you know, support whoever you want and come down on what side you want. Ironically, both R. Kelly's and Michael Jackson's music, the sales uh, on some of uh, the iTunes and, and different things actually had went up shortly after this. Now, I'm not sure of that phenomenon, why it happened. Maybe it was curiosity. I'm not sure. But there are many diehard Michael fans. I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and she doesn't want to hear anything bad about Michael Jackson. And there are millions of people that are the same. They don't want to hear anything bad about Michael Jackson, and they support him, and they do not believe the accusers. And then there's the other side of that, that people who actually saw the documentary um, change their mind about Michael Jackson. I'm not sure how they feel now that, that there's been some, let's say, um, discrepancies in, in the story. Um, but yeah, I believe everybody is, is entitled to their responses. Now, Bill Cosby does still have the Cosby show. I believe it's running on, if I'm not mistaken, either TV One or BET, but I'm really not sure which one. But I know there are some reruns of his uh, that that are are currently running. Um, again, if, if there's an audience for it, I, um, then it will sell and it will be shown. But I think that it does become damaging, um, you know, in light of spe especially sexual abuse allegations, those types of things. Um, it, you know, people uh, feel that that's taboo, and, and many of them, if they believe it, don't want to support that. And I think that's what it is when you have like the Me Too movement now and I think Bill Cosby you know is a part you know is one of the people that that is at the center of that type of movement and there's other others as well um you know, people want to make sure that the moral compass of the country is, is, will, will condemn certain actions. And I think that's what it is. The actions are being condemned. Whether they're true or not, well, you know, it depends on who you ask. And we just wrapped it up. We're, we're talking about Robert, Bill, and Michael, the rise and fall of three legends. You can hear this again on one of the podcasts or you can also keep up with attorney sandy moore and her upcoming briefings of certain things that are going on in the judicial world where she can break it down and explain it to you a little bit more as our resident legal analyst she can break it down the way you need it broke down so you the layman can understand exactly how the law works Thank you so much, Sandy, for being a part of the show again today. Thank you for um, opening our eyes up to a whole lot of different um, avenues, um, different areas, uh, gray areas that were in my own head um, as it relates to R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and the great Michael Jackson. We really appreciate you. My pleasure. All right. I'm MC Spice with the Blackberry Morning Show.